Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Mam, and to my right, the lovely, the one and only, the uh, particularly blue today, Sally DeFreeze. Hey, Sally. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I'm uh, on my last two days of being 32. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So your birthday is Friday. Friday. Yeah. Happy almost birthday. Let me be the first. Yeah. To wish you a happy you almost birthday. You know what birthday. I'm doing? What are you doing? My birthday. Going to H-Town. Going to a meetup. <laughs> <laughs> I guess technically it's Let's the day go. after. But. It is. The old stopping ground. Sally back in Houston where you, she used to pregame to fix you. No, we pregame to fix you in college. Oh, I guess that would have been Austin. Um, you did do a, I guess, an early birthday celebration last night, didn't you? Yes. And that involved something I'm curious about. Based on what Will, your husband, has said, you basically went to a pasta bar that acts like an omakase sushi restaurant. Yes. Can you explain that concept? So the, it's literally called pasta bar. Okay. And the Aptly people named. who started it also have a concept called sushi bar that I think started in L.A., I don't know if it's called the same thing. Okay. And then was brought to Austin as a sushi omakase. So that was like you know, 12 seats, however many courses, whatever. Uh, and they changed the concept to pasta. And they make all this like handmade pasta. And I'd been seeing people post about it. And you have to buy tickets because it's obviously like they only do three seatings a night. It's like five o'clock, seven o'clock, and nine thirty, or like oh, wow. five o'clock, seven fifteen, and nine thirty. And you have to buy a your reservation basically. Like it's twenty five dollars to like secure a seat. And then obviously the tasting menu is it was a little expensive. A little pricey. Um but I bought these tickets like a month ago and I was like, well. Like, you can't ever go on, like, a Friday or Saturday because those sell out immediately. And I guess they release all the reservations on, like, the first of the month. Okay. So I bought them at the beginning of June. And I was like, well, Tuesday will be good because I don't work on Wednesday. It's my birthday week. Um, It was great. Okay. But we were out to, like, 1130, which is way past our bedtime. Oh, boy. Will said there were a couple couple cocktails flowing, too. There like, were cocktails. I, the other thing is... <laughs> That, like, a 9.30 reservation for me, I cannot do anymore. I'm too hungry by then. I'm exhausted. Like, I don't want to be out, really. So we had to have our babysitter come at 8 so we could, like, go do something. Because if I would have sat there till we, like, left at 9, I would have. Hey, you guys, y'all had a Tuesday. Yeah. Just got after it. What did, uh, what did you get? I'm looking at their Instagram right now. It looks like inventive dishes, to say the least. So it was 11 courses. The first course was bread. It was sourdough. Oh, I'm such a sourdough guy right now. It was a 57-year-old starter. Whoa. But I, like, it was really cool, and the food was amazing. It was a great, great meal. Um, definitely up there for, like, one of the best meals I've ever had. Really? Okay. But I, it, but it doesn't. That does not take my place as like the best meal I've ever had. I think, and I know that one of their concepts has like won a Michelin star, but. It might have been a little too pretentious. You know? uh, I see. Okay. okay. Like the chefs obviously take their job really seriously. Mm -hmm. And I get that. And I've seen a lot of, I mean, I don't know any chefs personally. And I only know what I know from like watching Top Chef and Chef's Table and shit like that. Sure. Like I know that they can be kind of pretentious assholes. They can. Restaurants like, just have that in general, uniquely... Pretentious and I, attitude. I about also like understand where they're coming from. They're artists, but I also want to be like, it's not that deep. Like, and mm -hmm. I know that I'm probably really insulting some people here because that guy, I mean, it was a really, really great meal. But I also feel like the girl next to us was like name dropping anybody she could and like just trying to impress the chef. And I was just like, this is, you're, I, I don't know. It was gr it was great. Will I do it again? No. Interesting. Okay. But I also feel like those are the types of meals that you're not like, oh, let's make this like a regular Tuesday. Yeah, you're you know you're you're taking it's a an shot. Experience. Yeah. You do the experience. 
I think like I don't know if you've been to Otoko is also no, in Okase. I, I think once you do it once, you're like, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. We're good. The thing with omakase and tasting menus to me, period, is the the portions. I'm not. I don't like to have small portions over a long period of time, and just yeah. like one bite of food, and then I'm then I'm. I actually doing felt it. like this was perfectly portioned. I am real crazy about that too because I am always hungry and want to like gorge myself, but I was pleasantly full at the end of it, like very full. Okay, and I wasn't so stuffed at the beginning it was very well timed and portioned out did you have a favorite dish um we really liked or i really liked they did i mean so each thing was a different besides the bread and the desserts each element or each um course had an element that was pasta but it didn't like all follow whatever so like one of the first pastas we got was like a lobster like creamy pasta it was so good the next one was like this kimchi thing that was really really good Mm -hmm. um the steak was great obviously super rich i don't know i liked it all okay i have pictures of it it was really beautiful but i felt kind of like an asshole just like he's like presenting it and i'm like out here with my portrait mode on like getting pictures but then everyone else at the table is doing the same thing oh interesting okay so you know i I'll probably do for one of those experiences, especially on the sushi front. Yeah. Although I don't like to get super adventurous with my sushi. Yeah. That may that might be a problem. Um, but I'm not like just California cream cheese roll guy either. Yeah. I, I can I can mess around. The Psalm was great and they did wine pairings. We just That's had fine. a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> like, had it not been a Tuesday and also had I not been a little bit weary of how much we were spending, I might have done the wine pairing. Mm-hmm. But then I'm when we left, I was like, thank God I didn't do the wine pairing. I would yeah. be hammered. Right? <laughs> and I, I don't need to do that on a Tuesday night, like on a random Tuesday. Hey, why, why not? Why, why not? Why not, why not listen to this podcast, actually? Uh, tell a friend about it, maybe. We're doing clips out. We got A-Town, the clip god. He's running around there making segments, clips, uh, and all the like. So that's what we do on the Mail-In Podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes, follow on Spotify, or uh, hit the hotline number. That's 888-362-MAIL, 888-362-6245, or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail-In Podcast. Four voicemails today, Sally. Wow. People really calling in. People just calling in, seeing what's up. Uh, The first one is not a voicemail, however. Uh, Let's dig right into it. Hey, guys. Do I have to go to lame company outings that are scheduled outside of the work week? For context, I worked at a smallish 50-person startup, and for some reason, they love to have get-togethers once a month on Saturdays. On top of this, they also have a bi-weekly happy hour. I don't dislike my coworkers, but I view work as work, and I would rather not spend time, uh, my time off at these events. What do I do? I think this just depends on how what what you see your future at this company as. Okay. If you want to move up the ranks at this company and like have some equity in it, et cetera, it looks good to be a team player and be there. Sure. Like shaking hands and kissing babies and talking to Sharon from accounting. Right. But like I also – fall in the same like category of like work is work and my home life is my home life and Mm -hmm. I don't want them to mix very well. I have some great friends at work, a couple that I see outside of work, but like as a rule, I don't, I don't really feel the need to like do a lot of stuff with work people. That probably ostracizes me at work because obviously I'm at a big company, but mm. the like, there's a whole crew of people that are my age that go out all the time together. Really? Um, oh man, I like, probably get left out because I'm damn. a mom and like you're like there's cool. that mom Sally just yeah bringing down the fun everywhere. But I was the same way when I worked in the ICU. Like a bunch of people were all friends, and it's not that I didn't want to be friends with them, but also I feel like when you are around people that you work all the time with, mm-hmm. and then you're also around them all the time outside of work, it's really easy to get sick of those people. Sure. And it's really easy to let those lines like blur. And so shit that you're annoyed about at work gets brought into your personal Mm -hmm. life and vice versa. If you're like 
piss at them in your personal life and then you let it affect your work situation or god forbid you hook up with one of them yeah and now now you're really cooking with gas um you know i i personally am like i don't think that this person has to go to that stuff i think maybe one happy hour a month if yeah. you feel so inclined because that's easy and you're going after work but like my saturday is my saturday like i'm saying all this with the caveat that we're Going to a meetup, which okay. is a work event we for Will. We don't do that many meetups. <laughs> but y'all, exactly. Like y'all don't do a ton of stuff together outside of work. But also it's a different situation here. The company is really small and you're all friends. So like people yeah. hang out one-on-one. Yeah, we, we, we golf. We do their, we like. Yeah. But a lot but of the But they're not work-sanctioned events. Not right. like everyone has to be there, you know. Dave and I have, have tended, whenever we end up at Carve, we develop business, whether it's a real estate agent, whether it's a uh, perhaps like a golf resort developer, shouts to the Travis Club, which may be the first time it's being spoken of on a podcast, but can't even find any details about it yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I, th I If you know like your boss, your boss's boss, your boss's boss's boss are all going to rip a Saturday, like maybe you, you stop by real quick. Yeah. Um, but at a 50-person startup, it sounds like it's – a little more of a flat hierarchy. Yeah. So maybe hit the first one. You know, it goes back to that that adage that your first month or thir first three weeks of the company is the like one opportunity you have to build a reputation. Yeah. No matter what you do after that, you're always seen in the first but the light of the first three weeks, which I think is crazy. But I also maybe just the first get one. a little weary about like work events that are out in the wild instead of at work because then you also run the risk of like getting super hammered at one of them yeah. and making a fool out of yourself sure and personally i don't want the people that i work with to like see me just like black out <laughs> you know are you a blackout on saturday no but like you know what i'm saying like that's then you have to like face some awkward like mm -hmm. The next, oh yeah, the next you week, walk in like, on Monday. Oh. oh, there's Sally. Yeah, talk about there's scary. Sally, gal. So, um, can you do me a favor on Saturday? Mm -hmm. Can you remind me every once in a while to have a water? Not as much for like don't get hammered purposes, but it's going to be 110 degrees. Yeah, and you'll see my face, my pale red face is going to be. Just do it one and one. So have a drink, have a water. Have a drink, have a water. It's easy to remember. One and one. Okay. Yeah. You know, I will yes. have on Saturday morning, though, before the meetup. Like I've been doing every morning since I received uh, this package is having my athletic greens, Sally. I'm a huge fan. A huge fan of athletic greens. I said this the last time we did the read for them. I can only double down on this more. I do these every day. I have my little scooper that I... I, do, I literally, I wake up, roll out of bed, walk to my kitchen, not even shower yet, none, not nothing, have my little shaker bottle, pop the, the scooper in, one scoop, bam, um, maybe like a little emergency, like a little zinc kind of thing too, uh, and then shake it up with some water and boom, down the hatch. I love it. It's like part of my routine. Yeah. Makes me, literally makes me feel more alert, uh, just kind of better overall, makes me feel more like fulfilled uh, i knowing that my body is getting the 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food uh source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens that it needs to start your day right you kidding me it supports your gut health your nervous system your immune system your energy recovery focus and aging all of the things you're on this train too aren't you oh yeah i have it every morning before work Every morning. And, well, before. every morning. But every morning, what I do, I think I said this last time too, I like it like really cold. It's I do too. easily chuggable for me. Mm -hmm. So I mix it up the morning before, and or I mean the night before my bottle. Oh, put it, in, put the it in the fridge. And then just grab it on the way out. That's drink good. it on the way to work. I like Easy. that move. It's the one thing with the best things. AG, Athletic Greens, uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Plus, it costs you less than $3 a day, which I'm sure you're getting smoothies at work. Everybody's getting kale salads. Everybody's getting this, that. Lunchflation is a thing. Mm -hmm. Well, start your day with Athletic Greens. That's 
That's breakfast for me. And guess what? It is absolutely fantastic. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. You hear that out there? I know I know. Adam's like, yep, that, that's true. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Uh, and right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immuno, uh, immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mail-in. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mail-in to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. How about a voicemail, Sally? Let's do it. Hey, guys. We all know when it comes to jobs, it's not the salary, but the benefits. So I got to ask, what's the best benefit you've ever gotten from a job that's not salary related? Uh, for example, right now I work in a job where I get free lunch every day, and it's really good. So what's the benefit you've gotten in either your current job or a job you've already had? I'll hang up and listen. Best? Let's say non-compensation related job. So like equity salary commission are, are out of this. But what is your best job benefit? I mean, working in healthcare, you're not like. Just say, do you, like if you break your leg, is that just free? No. <laughs> no, I wish. Uh, the hospital that I used to work at. If you worked there and you had a baby, like the whole thing was free because they oh, had that's their cool. own like women's center. Yeah. That was not the case when I had a baby. <laughs> uh, I did get my epidural oh. for free. Sweet. I mean, if I have anesthesia, I get it for free. I've heard um, being a, uh, a not a veteran of the birthing process, I've heard the epidural needle is intense. Or maybe it used to be. Because my dad passed out when my mom got the epidural for Yeah, me. usually uh, we make the dads leave the room or sit in front of their partner. Really? Because they, it freaks them out. Yeah, my dad had the story. He's, uh, he had four nurses around him and my mom had one at, on her. Uh, yeah, we did the same thing when I do spinals for C-sections. We don't let the dad come back and watch. Interesting. Well, the epidural needle is like yeah, that's, five inches oh long. Oh, my God. Yeesh. On a regular one, but you can do longer ones. Oh, it's, God. Yeah. Chills. Okay. That's um, benefit. I would say, though, so like I said, working for a healthcare company in general, it's not like I work in tech where we like have free snacks and like yoga classes and da, 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 whatever. <laughs> uh, we, but I do get free lunch, like free lunch, free coffee, anything from the cafeteria and sure. coffee, et cetera, which, is a pretty decent perk. I mean, when you're buying lunch all the time, that adds up. Mm -hmm. So, and I also got it free when I was a student, which was great. And I should have taken advantage of it, but I was like trying to be healthy. So I would like bring my own lunch and I was really poor. So I was spending money on groceries and I should have just been eating the hospital food. That's fair. That's the fair. hospital food is fine. It's not yeah. great. And so isn't there like a hospital food joke? It's like airplane food. It just, it totally depends on where you're at. Like when I worked at Texas Children's, they actually had great hospital food. Oh, good. Ours is decent. We have like a little bistro that's good, but. I think I'm, I brought this up on, on this podcast, I think, but I, I was like seeing a doctor with like a Big Mac and a cigarette outside because they're just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right I'm just, let me be. <laughs> I yeah. know this is fine. I know it's not good for like. Just... I think that that's gotten a little bit better. Hopefully. <laughs> When I see people smoking outside the hospital that I like our doctors, I, I'm like, you got to get your shit together. Yeah. I saw a dentist today. We There's a dentist spot uh, by my apartment and I saw a dentist buying the chewing tobacco, like Zins, the fake, the nicotine, fake ones. I was like, interesting. It's not great. <laughs> um, well, better, better than the alternative, I guess. But... I, when I think of benefits, I think of like PTO, I think of unlimited vacation, I think of 401k and like company matches. I can go into 401ks all day. But uh, my favorite one was at Barstool. In our health insurance, we got 35 comped chiropractor appointments a year. Oh. So you basically go 
every other week. Yeah. For free to the chiropractor and get reset. And I always thought that was such a weirdly specific thing. Like uh, Mr. Chernin, I'm sure maybe that was like, a, hey, this is going to be in included in everybody's thing. The health insurance there was awesome. Did you use, but, did you go to the chiropractor? No, I didn't. I couldn't find uh, one in New York that was like not a, not sketchy one or yeah. had an appointment in like the next four months available. Yeah. So I did never, I never used it. You didn't use that. No. You don't. But it was I mean, cool. y'all kind of had unlimited vacation here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Unlimited vacation. It was solid. like an open vacation policy, which is nice. Yeah. The thing with unlimited vacation now, right, is that it's sort of used as it's sort of used against you. You almost end up taking less vacation because you know you don't want to look like abusing the unlimited PTO time. Yeah, I've not, but I've never had a job where I have to go into like put like it in a careers dot blank dot com and be like I'm out from July 9th to July 14th. Click like I've never had to do that before. Yeah, I have. Just, to. I mean, I've had. We can only have jobs, like a certain but... amount of people off per day, because otherwise we can't like function. Yeah, I mean that would make sense for a extremely important position like yours, and we yeah. do podcasts. Um. <laughs> well, somebody at my job has to be working around the clock. Like, you know, we have to have people there. Oh no, I'm. You're absolutely right. The other thing, uh, when I worked in Denver, we obviously got like the the game day like care packages so uh -huh. every day you'd walk in there'd be like a new polo there'd be a new pair of sweatpants yeah. a new like windbreaker um and you know we have to go to the games for free that was pretty cool i think i mean technically this is a job for me too probably the biggest perk for this is like when we do ad stuff and we get to try stuff out oh yeah like sponsor stuff yeah you got uh there's some cool ones like the, i said i was gonna try athletic greens because yeah. i was being targeted on instagram mm -hmm. and i was like eh. and then we got scented and i was like oh here we go i actually really do like this i would have bought it in anyway. <laughs> um some of the, the the best ones that i like i'm jealous of like i think barstool now i think they have like a a lunch allowance you just have like your card or whatever yeah. you have an uber allowance that if you work till like six or seven o'clock you get like an uber paid for versus yeah. taking the subway which I just paid for Ubers for like three years. Nightmare. Um, and then the other one, the I'm just thinking of like kind of going through my brain was in Denver. We obviously had quite the kitchen set up yeah. um, and like smoothie lounge where it was, you know, built for obviously a sports team. So they had like yeah every milk, every yogurt, every right. fruit, everything like just lined up i'm gonna make a wash smoothie lounge i think that's in the next hq oh, okay cool but i was like you can let dave this could be like a it could be a business like you make making your own smooth like a smoothie bar that's not like you stand up there and like put the menu you just go through like a line like a grocery store and then put your little smoothie on the thing this is then, so off topic but oh boy <laughs> well obviously will and i have been watching love island because Oh, I'm, I started watching last night. On Hulu? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they bring in one of the girls. You'll you'll meet her soon. Uh, her job is being the, like, attendant at a, a lounge in a medical building. So essentially, okay. like, we have the doctor's lounge, and there's two uh -huh. people that work in there that, like, do all the food, like you know to make all the coffees etc yeah but she <laughs> she essentially works at a like hospital smoothie bar essentially but every time she says where she works she's like i work in a medical office so you think oh. that she's about to say she's a nurse or something and then she's like making smoothies and you're like, i see but then like sometimes she'll say she's like a lounge host and so you're like i Either you work in Vegas or you're a nurse. Like, pick the one thing that you want to represent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you'll she, you'll meet her. Soon. She could be working in Vegas as a nurse, 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 <laughs> nurse doing smoothies. Uh, let's do the next one, Sally. Okay. Brett, Sally, hello. I need to uninvite a couple people from my wedding, and I'm interested in your feedback in doing so. Background is. We 
took the American Airlines approach of wedding planning and oversold the number of invites we gave out relative to the seats in the venue, like 130-some invites for around 115-ish seats. Our parents got a list of people or spots to fill out, and we then fill in the rest with our friends. We added a few fringe friends to round everything out, but then just yesterday, three months before the event, my mom comes in with two more people she wants to add. We don't have space for this. We let her know that. She still throws an absolute fit, plays all the cards. It's a wonderful phone conversation. Anyway, we're going to bump these two fringe friends off just to make sure that she's accommodated here. But what's the move of letting some people you haven't spoken with in like a calendar year, even though they got to save the date, they're not going to get an invite? Do I just assume it get lost, gets lost in the mail? Do I even send a courtesy text to people that I haven't really spoken with? Interested in your thoughts. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Uh-oh. Oof. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know what you do. I guess technically the right answer here is that you have to say something. Yeah, you at the very least you're looking at a courtesy text. In my brain, I am like, well, we can pull up a couple chairs. I know it doesn't work like that, especially with venues that end up being very strict. But uh man, if you're going to save the date, you're getting an invite or not like or you're just going to make mom really unhappy. Okay, so my question is, because they haven't sent out invites yet, that there's a chance that people may RSVP no, and then they'll have maybe room to invite these two friends. Oh, no, that's definitely the answer, right? Because if if they're, well, unless there's something we're missing, but. So a lot of times, though, people have a decent idea of who's going to say yes and no to them. Mm Mm-hmm. Because especially if it's like an out of town wedding and they've already talked to people sure, since yeah. save the dates, et cetera. Um, I mean, okay, here's the hierarchy of like what the correct answers is. Yeah. The first correct answer is tell your mom to fuck off. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Zing. It's not her wedding yeah. and it's not about her and she's going to have to chill out. Yeah. Like, I get why you're like, okay, we'd, we'll make room because you're going to throw a fit. But this is what really bothers me about weddings. Like parents don't get it. And even if your parents are helping pay, it's still not a party for them. It's a party for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that some parents can act like petulant children because they want to like bring, you know. Whoever. Tanya from the office to like. You know, she mm-hmm. she's told Tanya all about the wedding. Now Tanya has to come, even though Tanya's never met either of you. Correct. You know, um, and this is why weddings are incredibly stressful to plan because it's very difficult to like tell your parents that. Sorry, like my friend's getting an invite over your friend, right? Because it's my wedding. So there's that, but also it kind of sounds like this guy's like the friends he invited. He's like pretty willing to like. Yeah, they got the courtesy invite to yeah. begin with. And it probably follows my one rule of wedding invitations, which is if you don't want to have a five-minute conversation with them at your wedding, they don't deserve to be there. Ooh. This okay. is your friends, your parents' friends, relatives. Mm-hmm. Like if if our rule was if we haven't met them and I don't want to talk to them, then they're not coming. And then we didn't and have then a wedding. I, and then I talked to Sally every day or every week at them for an hour. <laughs> Zing. I'm kidding. Sorry, Brett. Okay. Th- that was for our original <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I know. That I was going to the OG one. And you know why we canceled it? Because planning with your parents is, is really stressful and terrible. <laughs> Slash um, the Harbor Springs uh, uh, City Council. <laughs> yeah. The Harbor Springs City Council was the worst. Um, <laughs> anyway, so second answer is can you wait on sending an invite and see if people say no and mm-hmm. then you have space for the friend friends to like throw out an invite? You run the risk of them finding out. Yeah, they the, find your like the not website. 
Well, or or they like find out that like they they are friends enough with people to like who got the invitation first. This happened to us a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Will and okay. I were uh, invited to a wedding, like originally, mm-hmm. but people a lot of people couldn't go to the wedding, okay. and so they started like they had like a second wave of invites. Oh man, that and stresses me out so much. Everyone like knew about it. That was the thing, like because the people that they invited in the second wave were like friends with us, so like. Oh man! They knew the people who got invited later on were like, "Well, we know that other people have already gotten an well, invitation." Did they get save the dates? Like, how does that, or did they just get a straight up invite? They like just a, got like boom. a straight up invite. That's wild. Yeah. Also, it stresses me out having people like say no to my wedding. Well, but like they always tell you too. Like the wedding planner told us, she was like, "You would expect like seventy percent of people to probably." That's say yes. so low in my mind. Yeah. Maybe because I'm just like an automatic yes to every. I, I drop everything for yeah. weddings, but. Man, that's that's low. Well, and especially when you're having a destination wedding, like you feel that that, it's well, hard that for makes yeah, to like make that makes sense. Um, Goodness. So that's your second option. Third option is uh, you, you. They got attached. You gotta say something, and you say like, I, you know, I just want to let you know we're getting married on this day. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up having to go with a smaller venue. Oh, yeah. You know, because of cost. And um, that led to some hard decisions. We would love for you to be there, but maybe we can celebrate after. No one's going to fault you for like throwing out the like money excuse. Yeah. And they're also like. Inflation's bad. People are down was, bad. We got to, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't argue more than half the time. The couple that you have uninvited is going to be like, okay, thank you. Like, yeah. Especially if you even talk to them, just be like, we're really sorry. Yeah. Uh, this is like sending out sending out texts like these is not great. You can say something like that that kind of alludes to the fact that you might be just inviting some other people. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> I'd, I'd be like, if I was the guy that got it, I'd be like, well, give me my pizza stone back. Yeah. Your, your engraved pizza stone. Um, and then finally, the the fourth in the hierarchy of things that you can do is just ghosting them and then hoping they don't say anything. <laughs> Which probably would happen. You know, like yeah. if they're like, oh, that's the wedding we have to save the date for. That's weird. But they see like one Instagram post about it. I I, I, I don't know. I think if, if it's really a problem, you shoot them a text. Uh, and my number one answer here is the wait and see. Yeah. Wait for the RCPs. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate that situation. Yeah. You know what I don't great. hate though? What? When I cook with Green Chef. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, Sally. Two of my favorite sponsors both have the word green in them today. I'm not wearing any green. But Green Chef has, as you'll find out later in this episode, helped me on a a fitness, healthy, eating, clean diet journey. Okay. Because my doctor has told me that I should probably think of taking sodium um, or or curtailing the sodium uh-huh. intake that I have going. So I've done that with the help of Green Chef. Green Chef offers more variety and flexibility than ever before with double the choice. What they are, by the way, is you get a meal, a meal kit, I guess, is the better way to put it. Uh-huh. And you put it together like a chef. Yeah. It's not just, it's not frozen. It's not any, it's not like grab and go. It's you're putting a meal together. They're involved, but they're not difficult. They're all, it's all pre-portioned stuff. So it's yeah. like, the exact amount of mayonnaise or the exact number of onions or potatoes and or greens, etc. Everything takes like less than 30 minutes. Correct. Which is nice. Absolutely. And all the meals are really good. They're so good. Yeah. They are so good. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're super healthy or if you have, you know, you're maybe a decent eater like I was. There is always something for you with Green Chef. And with seasonal produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients, you can trust Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. With Green Chef, you can expect elevated fare of a consistent top-notch quality featuring premium ingredients and sustainably sourced produce. Like I said, number one meal kit for eating well. You want to know what's on the menu this week for Green Chef? Yeah. Uh, how about, let me decline that offer that I'm about to tell you about. How about balsamic mushroom and tomato cod? Mm. You kidding me? Beef and mushroom chili. Ooh. Pork chops with Creole Dijonese. Come on. Greek salad with chicken? Maybe salmon with creamy lemon herb butter? They're all so good. So good. 
So every good. single one of them, every one, even when it's like stuff that I'm like, I don't really know if I like that. I make it and then I'm like, oh, that was delightful. I have made this one multiple times. This is the sweet and spicy orange cauliflower bowl, which oh, we haven't made that one yet. Oh, man, Sally, I'm a big bowl guy now. Thanks to Green Chef. Yeah. Basically replacing um, worse for you grains with rice. Yeah. And cauliflower has become a routine staple for me because it, you know, you can kind of coat it in anything and it tastes pretty good. It's great. Great vehicle food. Yeah. It's a great vehicle food. And that's why I think you need to try Green Chef 2 out there because Sally and I love it. I cook by myself. It's great for a guy who live, lives by himself. Great for single guys, for guys in a relationship where their girlfriend doesn't live with them. Uh, it's great for families. Sally and Will make this stuff with Fritz in the house. I bet you Fritz would even enjoy some of Fritz this stuff. Fritz gets a little bit of some of the stuff we eat as long as it's not spicy. So start your own uh, Green Chef journey, I guess. Go to greenchef.com slash mail135. And use code MAIL135 to get $135 off across five boxes, plus free shipping on your first box. That's greenchef.com slash MAIL135 and use code MAIL135 to get $135 off across five boxes of your subscription. Free shipping on your first box as well. Um, it's the number one meal kit for eating well, Sally. How about a voicemail again? Perfect. Hey, Brett and Sally. I am a super long-time listener, even way back when Dorn was the host, and I'm in quite the pickle. A really good friend of mine asked me to be in her wedding, and a month later, a cousin and his fiance that I'm also very close with asked me to be in their wedding as well, but it's on the same day. Can't figure out what to do. Would appreciate some advice. Bye. Two weddings, one day. Really good friend and a cousin. What are you doing, Sally? Uh, okay, I, well, I think you go with whoever asked you first. You can play that rule very easily. But I also am like, if you're closer with your cousin and you'd rather be at the cousin's wedding, then you can be like, hey, I was also asked to be in the cousin's wedding. I'm so sorry, but I have to. I have to be at my cousin's wedding. There you go. You have multiple angles. You have, if you want to be in the friend's wedding, you can tell your cousin, hey, this was first. I'm so sorry. Like, I respect it. I'm going to be there for the bachelorette party or bachelor party, whatever. But first wins in this case. It's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. And then if you want to go to the families more, just go to your friend. Hey, family is is blood's thicker than water type of yeah. thing. You have to do this. Family situation. So sorry. Going to be there for the bachelorette. Be there for the wedding shower. Thank you so much for thinking of me like yeah. this, but boom. This has happened to friends of mine before. I mean, people get married on the same day, so sometimes oh, yeah. you have to choose. It, it is like, especially with, you know, you make an effort to be at their pre-wedding stuff. So like you said, the bachelorette, the bridal shower. If they're in the same city, you could always like do the rehearsal dinner for one and the wedding yeah. for the other. There you go. I love doing uh, multiple events on the same weekend. Yeah. I think I've done this before. I don't think you try to go to both. That's a lot. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't I think it's also a little like, is it a little tacky to do both? Like, no, but I mean, I'm going to go to your ceremony, then bail at the cocktail hour for another reception and like get a plate of food. I don't, I don't think, I don't like that. Yeah. Move. I, I, I think the answer here is pick which one you actually would rather be at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then use the excuses we gave you to let the other person down. Yeah. So totally. if you would rather be at the friends, then the friend wins out because the friend asked first. Mm -hmm. If you'd rather be at the cousin, then the cousin wins out because family. Totally agree. Easy peasy. Totally agree. You have two avenues. Both of them work. Solid excuses. And if you don't want to go to either of them, then just pretend you have COVID and then don't go. <laughs> pretend you have COVID. That's I'm that, COVID has been such a... a an excuse for things in the last couple of years. Can you, uh, two, two and a quarter years, I guess? I feel like now, though, with COVID, we're getting into the the area where people are like, oh, I, I can't. I got exposed to COVID. Like, I feel like now it's less serious. Like, people are, like, surviving it better. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's getting it, et cetera, et cetera. So now you can use it as an excuse. 
to, and, and people are getting it more often. So you can like straight up just lie and be like, um, I have COVID. I have COVID. Don't want to, don't want to expose like grandma. Somebody in my, I want to expose your grandma. Somebody in my she's, circle she's has a COVID. lovely lady. Cause when people use that excuse against me, I'm like, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I know. Cause I would use that excuse too. <laughs> oh man. I'm like, oh, send, me the t- send me the test with a newspaper and you holding it up. I want to see both things to know that you're <laughs> I want to like, see it. I want to see the lines. I don't want to see lines. your fake Google image test. Okay. I like, I know you're lying to me. I had the last time I tested positive for COVID. My line was so, so dark. I was the most positive person on the planet. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe it weirdly like fades for a while. Then comes back after 15 minutes. No, no, no. No. It was immediately positive there were the culture in there was like yeah oh yeah you are as positive it gets there pal yeah um all that being said with the caveat of if you don't want to do something this has nothing to do with this girl's question by the way if you don't want to do something you're a grown-ass adult you can just say no i no you can just say no which i have started learning in my 32 years on this earth that i can just start saying no to people instead of making up an excuse or flaking at the last minute wait you're gonna be so good when fritz starts like wanting things and you're just gonna nope that's when i learned the word no when i was just like so hey, actually mom, can I, I have think, this no i hey, think Dad, i'm like way worse with fritz because i think with fritz like if he whines or something and is like being annoying i just give it to him oh you're you give in right now yeah okay. but he hasn't like gone full crazy toddler yet but i i have started learning with my friends like mm-hmm. no i i can't go out tonight because I'm tired. I am not there yet. I have extreme FOMO. I love saying yes. And Mm -hmm. I love, I, I, you know, partially I just don't have very many responsibilities right now. I think when you get older and start realizing like where you value your time Mm -hmm. and it's okay to value your time. It's it's okay to change. in bed watching Love Island. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's okay to be an introvert, but I, you know, that took years of learning and and I realized now that I'm older, that I probably did more damage by either making up lies or, or being flaky (laughs) than just instead of just being straight up honest and be like, I don't want to do that. That's a lesson that I need to learn. Yeah. I think, and I think that comes, I'm sure it comes with emotional growth and maturity and everything, but I need to learn that rather than like not responding to a, hey, do you want to do this text? Mm-hmm. Just being like, oh, I don't want to create. Just being like, no, I, I can't or yeah. I don't want to. I'm sorry. Yeah. And hit me with the next one. And I think maybe, as a maybe, people pleaser, I always felt like if I said no, I had to give an excuse as mm-hmm. to why. But you really don't owe anybody anything. So you can use COVID as an excuse, but you shouldn't. You should just be honest about how you feel. I agree. Agreed. That was a totally unsolicited advice. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's that's our that's our answer to two weddings on the same day. Yeah. Uh, this one's a little more of a fun one, Sally. You ready? Yeah. What's up, mail and crew? Uh, I have been listening to some old episodes and had just two kind of follow up questions on on some things that I wanted a little more info on. So the first was, uh, Brett. I'm curious to know if on your trip to Vegas, if you started off by putting $100 on the roulette wheel, and what was the outcome? Uh, and also, as we're approaching pool season, Brett, you at one point mentioned that you were at the pool once, and some guy peed in the pool, like standing up off, off the side, and it was it was quite alarming. I'm just curious, like, was this guy in front of other people, and, uh, you know, could you, like, see his piece? Uh, anyway, all right, I'll hang up and listen. So it's even more alarming than that, Sally. Okay, explain this one more time. So you- <laughs> It was not a man. It was a woman who, it's one thing to pee in a pool, and we'll get to that. She was sitting on the side of the pool, squatting, and peed into the pool, like streaming off. So was this she is, was facing away from the pool, but her ass was hanging per- over the pool? Correct, yes. So she was doing this on purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. It was. That is just like it, full it, on savage behavior. It like, was the most jarring thing I've, I may have ever seen in a public place. Was she hammered? Yes. Very. Oh my God. And I was across the pool 
like just in in one of the chairs, like yeah. trying not to pay attention. But it's hard to not pay attention when you hear like a stream hitting the water. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, as as jarring of an image as I've ever seen in my life, a girl peeing into the pool. Wow. Just like popped squat like she was on the side of the road. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That's, that's so upsetting. Um, that's never okay. <laughs> it's just. I was, I was just so aligned. I've peed in the pool before. I mean, who among us is not peeing in the pool? But if you are lying, I never want to see you stream. In the pool before? Yeah, yeah I never want to see stream. We don't. I mean, no streams. It's not a. To, it's not a toilet bowl. You don't just like. Ugh. No, don't. You can't stream. You Insane. don't get into the pool if you're out of the pool. You don't get into the pool to pee in the pool. Correct. Okay. Correct. The only time it's acceptable to pee in the pool is if this is going to be a controversial take here. Oh boy. And I'm not saying that everyone should pee in the pool. I'm saying if you're in the pool and it's going to be like way more of a fucking hassle to get out of the pool and go to the bathroom, et cetera, et cetera, do your thing. People are already peeing around you. I kind of don't give a shit. But like you don't, you're not like laying out and then being like, I need to pee. I'm going to get in the pool so I can pee. That's only acceptable if you're on a boat and you need to pee in the lake. Yeah. Pee in lake, lake and ocean peas. Totally fine. Do what you want. Absolutely. Because you need to. A pool I'll, for me, I'm going to make my very best effort to get out <laughs> and pee in a yes. bathroom. Okay. Right. I appreciate that. Because I'm an that. adult. Yeah. And also, like, it's a, it's a confined area Correct. that other people are standing in. Mm -hmm. A lake and an ocean, it's like, well, everyone else is peeing in it and there's animals and shit that it's have true. excrement. Like, there's other issues at hand here. Mm -hmm. A pool... You're next to somebody, I mean, arguably in the lake too, who cares? But like, you're, I, it's just way worse. I agree. It's not a toilet pool. Correct. And I'm guilty of it, believe me. Well, it's not, like, I'm, I'm not shooting the messenger here. But like, I just don't want to see stream. Unless it's a lake, I'll, like, and you're peeing off the back of the boat, that's fine. But, yeah. I mean, the, everyone... You know what's going – I mean, I'm just going to tell people on a lake, like, we're in the middle of the fucking lake. I'm, we can't There's not a whole drive for 30 do, minutes right. to go get me to a bathroom. Like, no, I'm no, going to no. jump off the side, pee about 20 feet away, and then swim back in. I mean, who – that's normal. That's very normal. Very, very normal. I just But a pool, you've got to make your best executed effort to get out and go to the bathroom. And just – Caveat, I realize there's situations where it's just like, yeah, it's not, it's not doing There's situations, mm -hmm. okay, but. No streams, no streams. <laughs> uh, secondly, he asked about, did I put $100 on black immediately in Vegas? I did not because, one, the Bellagio is a very, um, it's very, it's spread out to get to things that you need to get to. Yeah. There's a lot of walking involved. Uh, and because we had a tea time, very quickly after we arrived, we kind of needed to hang out by the lobby to secure transportation, to get our clubs out of the, uh, you know, that kind of deal. Right. So, no, I did not. Uh, it, roulette was not the first thing I gambled on. Golf was. And I actually didn't play roulette when I was there. Oh, okay. Because I fell in love with blackjack. Oh, and just kind of ended up working my way around the blackjack tables. Were you up or down when you left? Vegas? I was up a hilarious seven dollars. <laughs> I walked away At least from you Las were Vegas. Up, or even, you know? up seven dollars. Just, just like dinners don't count. Champagne doesn't count. Right. That's like on a different thing. But like the cash I took out. Yeah. To at gamble. the Austin International Airport to gamble with. I ended up, up okay. seven dollars up. Well, Which and it was. What did you spend the seven dollars on? Did uh, you invest? Probably. It? Pro did you put it in a Roth IRA? This is, this is not a. This is not a uh, an ad read. Um, or segue. No, I. Uh, I don't even remember what I did. I I never carried cash. I was expecting to lose it all. Yeah. And so I was like, well, now I just have a thousand dollars of seven a thousand seven dollars of cash that I don't have anything to do with. When you were growing up, slash, like now. Did your parents tell you stuff like you need to carry cash because like what happens if you're stranded on the side of the road? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then you're like, 
lockdown, it's 2015. If I get stranded on the side of the road, they probably likely won't take cash. Like, yeah, hit me with a Venmo, you, man. Yeah, like, uh, what are you talking about? Right. No, I, I think carrying cash is sort of like, uh, I think of like John Duda and like the 80s and Will DeFreeze. Like, it's kind of in style to carry cash. It's like, it's like a, I'm a, I'm a mature adult thing. I think carrying cash is important for stuff like tips. But yeah. when I have more cash than like a hundred dollars in my wallet, I like don't consider it. Will's Will and Randy are currently count, can't, counting their cash back there. I like wow, don't look, consider look, it oh, to be like real money. Guys. It's like okay. Will says his money folds; it doesn't jiggle, jiggle. <laughs> my money's uh, tied up in a Serge Ibaka NFT. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, I. I'll do like 40 bucks here and there. The fast cash 40. Yeah. Usually spend uh, like. Well, Adam's eight got towns a got single cash. dollar. Does, that, does everybody carry cash? Am I, am I, I the one that doesn't? On. I'm going to see how much I have. I actually. Oh my gosh. Sally, uh, we're alive. Where Sally is unplugged. Sorry. Mic. Am I back? You're back. Okay. I unplugged the mic. Uh, let me tell you how much cash I have. Okay. It's not in my wallet. This is great. This is great radio. Oh. <laughs> Fritz opens my wallet and pours everything We have to out clip this. Fritz, Fritz plays with the wallet. Oh, look at that. One, two dollars so far. Should buy one Powerball ticket with that. Hold on. Uh, Three dollars. Three dollars, which is really a solid amount of cash to have because that's like a valet that's a, tip. That's a one tip. That's a perfect valet tip. Yep. My yep. My, my valet guy at the at Fix, uh, it's all digital now, so. Yeah, that's the thing. Now when I valet, mm -hmm. I'm like, do you have Venmo? <laughs> Can I Venmo yeah, you? do you have Venmo? Or they have their little the little iPad like square yeah. system where it's like, do you want to put a tip on? I'm like, yeah, 20%. There yeah. you go. Man, how did we get there? We should probably deal solely in cash so we don't have to like have Big Brother, Ooh. you know, involved in our shit. How about the last one, Sally? Okay. You may have already done something similar to this before, but a little refresher as it is pertinent for the weekend. Hey, y'all. Looking forward to meeting you guys at the meetup this weekend. Looking forward to meeting you too. As someone who doesn't live there, what are the best spots to hit when visiting Houston? Uh, okay, we have done Houston we before. We have done Houston before, but let's do a quick Let's run do through. it in the context of the meetup. Okay. El Tiempo. Obviously El Tiempo. And just so everyone, just to be very transparent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I texted a bunch of my girlfriends that I was going to Houston. Mm -hmm. So we're having dinner on Friday for my birthday. Cool. And I was like, I want to go to El Timbo. I think that's very fair. And they all shot me down. Why? <laughs> they were like, Sally. <laughs> Cause like when I lived in Houston, like every few weeks we would have a dinner at El Timbo with like a thousand people. And everyone's like, God, Sally pick somewhere else. Like so it's your birthday you should be entitled to we are, lt we are doing no kids and one of my friends is like controversial take uh if we're not bringing kids then i think that we should go somewhere besides el chimpo and then like everyone else piled on i was like agree 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 i'm like oh, oh that's so sad but i think we're going the next day yeah possibly. we're going yeah before on, the meetup before to the meetup so i'll get it in then um and as somebody who frequents mats a lot, like I probably don't need to, like every weekend that I have, it's like eating rice and beans. So maybe I should go somewhere else. Uh, no, it, it's El Tiempo. It, it, it's different. Yeah. Something about it. But here's, I'm going to let you take the reins on this. Because for me, Houston, mm -hmm. um, I lived there for years, but I haven't been back. I mean, I, I go back, but I haven't like lived there in six years. So Obviously, staples like LT are like my favorite. Local foods is now in Austin, but one of my favorite lunch spots. Sure. Uh, great sandwiches. Great sandwiches as salads. If you know, you know. Um, Ooh, interesting. What else? I'm just I, I'm thinking of like districts more than anything because yeah. we went to a you know we've I've been to a million different dinner spots. I'm thinking of like. Like Little Woodrow's is always fun. At the I think that's one of the original Little Woodrow's, right? I don't know. I don't know. We, races, but we're going to be in the Heights a lot because that's where yeah. my friends live that we're staying Heights with. is sort of the, not the new district, but it's like. No, but. It's where, where people go. It's, it's uh, is that like McIntyre's and Drift is in the Heights, right? 
I'm, th- I'm th- mixing up Heights and Washington. Well, so Washington is right south of I-10 and then Heights yes. is north of I-10. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. But yeah, I used to live in Washington area, like Rice mm-hmm. Military. And yes, then- okay. I would go I would go Heights is probably the most fun I've had in Houston as far as like bars go. That's like Heights Beer Garden, that's McIntyre's, that's Drift, that's uh there's another one up there I I'm, can't think of. And then Washington is fun too. And that's like the bottled blonde yeah. type of spots. Um Kirby Ice House. Oh, you know what? Where we is this still a thing in Houston? We always went to Lizards. I've never been. Really? No. Lizards. It's like a house. Um, it like kind of in the Kirby area. Lizards pub. Yeah, it's it's still a thing. Yeah. Like we always would go there. That's wild that I've never heard of it because it's near where Caroline used to live, kind of. Uh, we would always get mind erasers at Lizards because it, oh, okay, gosh. it's in a house, so, like it's in yeah, a yeah. legit house, mm-hmm. and the bar is like what the kitchen is, um, and there's like some really hilarious like '70s style rooms in there. But we would get mind erasers there all the time. And the last time I was there, I think I was so intoxicated that I had a mind eraser, but I was sipping it slowly like it was a cocktail, which is oh gosh, unfortunate. Yeah, yikes! Uh, <laughs> yikes! Uh, which what we used to do because Armando's is over there. Oh, we would go to Armando's that's a very good one on Thursday where all the cougars are, yes. and then we would go um, to Lizards afterwards. Armando's, that's right. It's Cougar Night. I have it a is very uh, yeah. a very good friend of mine, a very good friend of ours actually. His very good friend was a frequenter of Thursday night at Armando's. Yeah. Well, so if you're Houston people know that when you are up in like near River Oaks over by like Westheimer and Kirby and stuff like that, there are some specific places where you can see men, older men with some ladies of the night. And you can also see some cougars out on the prowl for sure. I think you're just, you can't go wrong in Houston. It's a great food city. It's a huge city. Be prepared mm-hmm. to Uber, but Heights is a good area if you want to have some bar fun. Um, Kirby Rice House is whether it's Memorial or Kirby downtown ish. El Tiempo is probably a, a good spot. Ninfas is is a lot of fun. One of my other favorite places, and I was really pulling for this for the meetup. I get why we're doing Kirby, but West Alabama Ice House is like one of my favorites. You know, never been. It's like never a been. really divey like. I mean, it's all outdoors, so it's it's hard when it's really hot outside. But um, we'll dive bar off West Alabama. Man, I love. Looking, looking forward to getting back to H-Town. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for questions, Sally. I'm going to open it up now for shower thoughts, though. Okay. So I had this thought the other day. Okay. Because we have a spider web that continues to, like, every time we knock it down, be rebuilt by this spider <laughs> on the corner of our door yep. frame. Yep. Um, I never have seen the spider. I really don't like spiders, but it got me thinking like, how do spiders make webs? And then like more importantly, yep. a great fucking question. well, they are like spinning like their silk strand or whatever. Yeah. And I know that they like, cause I've seen Charlotte's web and I'm not an idiot that they like, jump from wherever they are down to like for the door they're like at one corner of our door to the other yeah oh yeah spinning the web and then the little silk things coming out of their butt but i'm like how are they doing it when you see webs between like trees and stuff it's one of nature's ultimate mysteries it's not though because i looked it up (laughs) oh here we go (laughs) this is from earthsky.org okay how does the spider spin a web between two trees? The spider does not does this by physically pulling the spider silk through its spinnerets, silk secreting organs on its abdomen. Whoa. Once the thread is started, the spider lifts its spinnerets into the breeze. It's the breeze that is the secret to the spider's ability to spin a web from tree to tree. So what you do is it or what the spider does is like it's secreting the silk threads and then it basically jumps and the breeze takes it to the other tree. Wow. So the breeze is the key. Yeah. It's like so. it's like if you're basically like open up a fly on a fishing rod and you you like 
yeah test it's like yeah. that you see the the stuff going out like yeah that. interesting it's it's How crazy weird man that they just like have these organs that like secrete like i hate spiders Silk. i hate spiders too how do like, birds birds build nests but birds go and gather shit and then bring it back how so. cool is that beavers build dams mm-hmm like animals build houses. I build there's nothing. there's crabs that that take shells and use it on their body and just carry around shells. How cool is that? They're like Would little that be slimy. Like a, a hermit crab? That's yeah. what they do, right? I, I, I think so. I don't think it grows its own shell. Well, no. And but then like, it, then once it gets too small, they just pop it out right, and but pop like in a new some one. Some crabs, like soft shell crabs, like are have their own shell. Grow their own yes. shell. Did you see I, there was a scorpion in my fucking laundry basket? Dude, scorpions are the worst. There's a scorpion in my laundry basket. Did you kill it? I don't know. You should never flush them down the toilet because they can crawl back up. Uh, well, I put it in the washing machine and ran it. So. Uh, <laughs> then I put it in the dryer. We. And okay. I haven't seen anything since. You just never found it? Never the found it. Okay. This is, this is going to sound like really serial killer-ish and like pretty fucked up, but like we would find a lot of scorpions out in our parents' house because we like kind of live out in the country. Yeah. And my dad would catch them and then like put them in a jar together and let them like fight to the death. Oh my God. He was crea actively creating super scorpions. And a couple times because like literally besides like smashing them, they like can survive through a lot. Oh, that's good to know. So my dad one time had a This is actually so fucked up. Like poured bleach on them to let him just oh like Oh my dissolve. god. <laughs> what? Did it work? Yeah. Oh. Well, he like smashed a verse, but then I think he poured oh, bleach he, on them. They weren't alive. Oh. No, one time we found a scorpion mom with like eight scorpions on her back. Oh. Uh it's so upsetting. Adam is. Do you think like it survived the, a washing machine and dryer? I, we don't know for sure. Okay. They can survive really hot temps. What about like drowning? Apparently, if you can't flush them down your toilet. Well, you got to. Yeah. Did you put bleach in the washer? I put two, two pods, two Tide pods. <laughs> You're going to have like a radioactive scorpion like come sting you in the middle of the night. Well, I would turn into scorpion, man. Yeah. I, now I'm now I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. There's a scorpion alive in my house. Have you ever been stung by a scorpion? No. I it heard that. I I did look painful. it up though. You can't. It's like, thank goodness they're not like gonna kill you, but it doesn't. It is gonna hurt. It's fucking painful. Yeah. I got stung. Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm using a lot of f bombs in this podcast. We can edit them out or mark it as explicit. Uh, we, I've gotten stung twice oh wow once on my thumb and it like radiated my whole arm for like and shoulder for like a day it's oh, not great yeah. i think in jackass like one of the most recent ones she gets stung like in the lips as like a joke like lip filler thing mm -hmm. and it's like stinging her in the face i'm like that has to be so painful yeah do you get stung by the clomp clampers or the the tail no the tail yeah the stinger not a fan. Not good. Not a fan. Oh, and oh, they're just like gross. They're, it was oh. like it was big too. I didn't like. They're like they're like that big. They're yeah. not like little spiders. No. They're Ugh. they're big. Man. Let's not talk about it anymore. All right. I need gross. to search for scorpions. Do you have house. any shower thoughts? Yeah, you you mentioned how it's hot milf sal or summer for Sally. Uh, it's also it's hot hot dilf summer for Brett. I canceled hot milf summer. Why'd you cancel it? Because. Right. <laughs> once, saying no to things sounds too good. No. Once a certain uh, branch of the government started taking away my fundamental rights, I just uh, kind of gave see. up on life. Got it. Got we it, can it, move it, past it. <laughs> okay, so Hot Milk Salad Summer has been canceled. I, so. <laughs> Sally. I just was like, why am I fasting? Why am I trying to eat healthy? Why am I doing Pilates? There's no more flirting for Sally. No more flirty for me. Well, I just am it, it, constantly feeling existential dread. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're taking well, a real dark <laughs> turn over here. For, for me. Tell me about your hot dill summer. <laughs> uh, 
well, my doctor said I need, like I said, to lower my sodium intake. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm just going to work out a bunch and hang by the pool and eat really healthy and get tan as fuck and put lemon juice in my hair so I get blonde. I don't know that doing the lemon juice is a great look because it can go, can skew a little cat pee yellow on some people. Cat pee yellow? Yeah. Oh my God. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. Because there were girls that would like do lemon juice that you're just like. Ooh, it doesn't work It's like well. It's like the weird yellow orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you're like, that doesn't look good, yellow orange. Yeah. Just let the sun do it naturally. You don't need to it's add. It's pretty blonde now. Yeah, exactly. You don't this, need is to not, this is not influenced. This is. Right. I, that's what I'm saying. I think, I think you let the sun just do its thing. Okay. I wouldn't add lemon juice. Okay. Also, if you, another PSA, if you get lemon or lime juice on your skin and then go oh, out in the sun, you can get very major burned. Burnt. Burn, burned. So watch out, people making margaritas because you got to wash your hands. Good PSA. Um, yeah, no. Hot, hot dilf summer for me. Hot dilf summer. <laughs> Existential dread summer for Sally. Oh, that, well, that's going to do it for today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Adam, anything you want to uh, go to uh, therapy about? <laughs> yeah. We could just. I'm sorry. Scorpions. We can laugh through it, you know. Live, laugh, love. Dread. We're doing it. Living, laughing, loving. Uh, where can the folks find you, Sally? Why are you so upset? <laughs> I'm not. I thought, I thought we were going to be like two, two badass like co-hosts <laughs> having the summer of our lives. <laughs> Listen. I am vain enough to still care about looking hot in Italy in like two months. Oh, very true. So I am, I haven't fully given up. Okay. I'm just being less flirty than usual. Okay. So don't, don't come up to Sally at the meetup. She's going to be in the corner playing Papa Shot. I'll just look like Wednesday Adams over there. Like just, okay. Oh, Wednesday Adams. Good Adams family poll. Anyway. You can find me at Sally DeFries on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Schmerman on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, please subscribe, rate five stars, review, and tell a friend about this podcast. If you like scorpions, especially. 888-362-MAIL. And the link in the Twitter bio. I'm, I'm getting there. I, I'm finishing your sentence for you. 888-362-6245 or... The link in the Twitter bio. At Mail and Podcast. Uh, well, that'll do it for this week. See you at the meetup. See you at the meetup. Looking we'll forward to it. We'll both be flirty. We are planning on making a reel. Oh. I already talked teaser about Teaser alert. We yeah, did. Yeah, teaser. All right. See you guys next week. Thanks, Adam. Bye.